Radio. This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Everyone here is super smiling. This message of unconditional love. Boys in the Air Force, super smiling. Here to save the day. Kindness is the way. We begin now. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake, dog trainer and the pet lifestyle coach. You are now on a super smiley adventure where you come for pet information, inspiration, and integration of all things you can use to enhance your life with your pet. Our show here is named after my dog, Super Smiley. He's right here breathing in the background. (laughs) Smiley's a shelter dog who was abandoned three times on the streets of downtown Los Angeles. He survived, and he inspired the world's first kindness program, Teaching Kids Kindness Through Pets, the Super Smiley Project. We traveled the country speaking to thousands of kids about the lessons pets can teach us. As for me, the pet lifestyle coach, I work as a lot more than a dog trainer. I have many lifestyle areas, training, travel and adventure, exercise and health, and dog wisdom. How do dogs inspire us? And what can we do to repay them for all these amazing gifts they give? And our guest today is so perfect for this adventure. Now, we've all heard of Bissell, the home care brand with the world-famous vacuum cleaners. In their commercials and ads, we often see cute dogs with long hair standing right beside the vacuums, right? You all know what I'm talking about. But what you may not know is that these dogs are not just props or models to get our attention. Far, far from it. They are deeply important and embedded in the hearts of the Bissell family. The Bissell brand was started way back in 1876. That's 1876. And now Kathy Bissell has founded the Bissell Pet Foundation, which has partnered with thousands of shelters and rescues across the United States and Canada. It's awarding over $400,000 in funding to animal welfare organizations for spay and neuter. Just last year, they provided over 360,000 meals to shelter pets. And the actions and results just go on and on and on. And here with us on this Super Smiley Adventure is the beautiful human behind this movement for these beautiful animals, Kathy Bissell. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you. What a pleasure to be here. It's such an honor to be on your show with all you do. Thank (laughs) Thank you, you, Kathy. We are so excited to have you here. And so first, Kathy, I want to say that when I was, everybody, when when I was writing the show, first I Googled. Kathy Bissell images. Oh my gosh. And if you all want to do this, you will get a crystal clear picture of the work Kathy does for animals. She is there with dogs at shelters, at rescues. Everything's about these beautiful dogs and you just see her heart. When I, when I saw you, Kathy, with all these animals, it truly was like I was looking into your heart. So first tell us about your connection to the pets. When did this start for you? Oh, that's so sweet because honestly, when I go to these shelters, I I'm glad you feel that because I get sad when I have to leave them behind. So part of it is just knowing starting a foundation because you want every animal to find a home. And since you can't take everyone home, this was the next best step for me. So trying to support the shelters and what the great work that they do. But yes, I got started um, in 2011 and we were pretty small then. 2012, pretty small, but we started just growing and just this love of what we were doing as a foundation, knowing that we were making this difference. And honestly, it just comes from the heart. And then you mentioned the Bissell boxes. The funny thing is, is like all of our boxes had to have only adoptable pets on there. Really? Oh, tell us about that, Kathy. Yeah. So this, 
I knew that they were part of your heart because, you know, some companies, uh, dogs will draw attention and they literally will just put a dog up on the billboard. But so all of these are actual shelter dogs. Tell us about, about I'm doing air quotes. Tell us about your models. <laughs> yeah, the models are all actual shelter dogs. And so initially when we started this program, we want, and this was, gosh, eight, nine, 10 years ago, uh, once the foundation was formed, we decided that only shelter pets, because we want to bring awareness to adoption and to animals that, you know, need that second chance. So we we didn't just pick the pit bulls, which I have a big heart for pit bulls. We picked some of the purebreds because people didn't believe that there were purebreds in the shelter. So it was trying to show off all these gorgeous animals from the shelter. And people, you know, people understand it. They read the story, they connect with it, and it's really important. So we have continued that. I mean, it's pretty easy to find some great models for your boxes from the that's shelf. That's for that's, sure. That's not a problem. So, Kathy, you said they they read their story. Do you mean it, are this, is the shelter pet story on the box or on your yeah. Facebook? Is it right there on the box? Yeah. Knew that, so everybody take note of that. Whenever you're out buying a vacuum cleaner and you see the dog, look for their story. I love this so much, Kathy. I knew that they were special animals, and many of them they are so just outrageously gorgeous, like you said, looking like purebred. I think I might have seen like border collies and just beautiful, happy looking dogs. And I assumed that they were your family dogs, I didn't know they were. I wish. <laughs> I wish they all were. Kathy, tell us about, I want to know, just go back a little, go back a lot further. Well, like when you were a little girl, did you always love animals? Were they always connected with you? Tell me about a little bit about that. I always loved animals. I always had a huge heart for animals. I will tell you the saddest part about it. I mean, I would sit down and care for an animal. I would care for a bird if it was on the ground, whatever, a turtle walking across the street. We always had dogs and cats, but I will tell you that, um, I never went into a shelter. So that really is kind of, I'm like, you know, that's kind of the drive for me because it wasn't until I was 52 that I went into the first shelter and started working. Really? Yeah. It's never too late. It's never, ever, ever too late to start working these animals. And Kathy, I'm curious because you do, now you're doing this in such a massive, massive, massive way. But when you went into the shelter first, did you have this big plan or did you literally go in to volunteer? How, what, the very first time, what was your in your head? It was actually uh, for Katrina was the first time that I really went into the shelter and um, we were doing some fundraising for a shelter and I was taking pictures of the dogs uh, that had come up from Louisiana. And that's kind of where I got my heart. Then I ended up adopting my first dog. And then I was furious because I said, why don't people understand these great deserving dogs are in shelters? So that was a little bit of a hard thing for me to get over. Like who took this beautiful, perfect dog to a shelter? And then I became a crazy person. I just became crazy dogs and cats. And whatever <laughs> I, could do. I love this. And then that's perfect segue. Now tell us, you hit on it earlier and I mentioned it in the intro, but the Bissell Pet Foundation, tell us, what is that? What is it? Tell us. So our foundation exists to support shelters across the country. We have over 5,200 shelters that we partner with and it's growing all the time. We support them with spay-neuter grants, which are very important. So we open up grants twice a year. We give away about a million, three million five in spay-neuter grants a year. 
And then we also do big adoption events. And our adoption events across the country are growing because they work. It brings attention to adoption. So it's fantastic for the shelters because they may have an overcrowded shelter. They may call us and ask us to do a specific adoption event. And we will do it for them. We'll do whatever we can to help them. But the the national event is big. Uh, the shelters don't lose money. They actually, uh, we pay them the difference. So it's an adopter might pay $25 and then we pay the rest of the adoption fee. And it's a win-win for the animals, for the shelters, and for what we do and what we care about, which is bringing awareness to adoption. Kathy, what you do is so admirable. I'm always talking about the animals being role models or teachers and healers, and we can learn so many values from them. But Kathy, you are such an amazing role model. Like what you just said, it's never too late to start being active with a shelter. And what you're doing, you you are part of this family, this big, massive you know, for a long time, the Bissell Home Care family, and you are on your personal soul path. I mean, this is so inspiring for all of us humans, we humans, that we can find our path for animals and walk it on whatever whatever level. And I also want to throw in, we want to hear from you, but I want to throw in that Wayne Paselli, the former director of HSUS, he said that we each can find our own path. We all are not meant to be, maybe be on the front lines at the cow processing plants. You know, we can't do that. Uh, And maybe some people can't even go into a shelter and all they, what they do is they can adopt the dog and love it and then have that dog out in the the world and say, look at this beautiful dog. He came from the shelter. And Kathy, and you, because you said that it was kind of hard for you to go into the shelter at first, but we, we each can find our path. Can you talk about that a little bit? I like to inspire people. It's what we can do. So people ask me all the time, how do I get involved? But maybe they are afraid to go into a shelter. You Mm -hmm. know, you could get involved in so many different ways. You can just, you know, call the local shelter and ask them, you know, can you walk the dogs? You know, they have such great programs. They have, you know, programs for children to read to cats and dogs. They have fundraising events. I mean, there's so much people can do. And honestly, what people really need to understand is that it, it helps their heart. When they make a difference, it's not just about the animal. It's about showing yourself that you can be this incredible person and make a difference. And it heals your hearts and makes you a better person. So we all learn from these experiences and there's so much everyone can do. And like I always say, it's just never too late. Oh, so well said. I just love everything you're saying, Kathy. And this month, I think, because you do so many things, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this month, a Bissell Pet Foundation is matching food donations with Feed the Shelters. Is that correct? Yes. Tell us about that. So we're really excited about this. We started it last year. For a couple of years, we've been getting phone calls about, you know, shelters don't have food. It might not be a humane society, but a municipal shelter that's government funded, a lot of these shelters run out of food. So feeding a dog one meal a day or a cat one meal a day, it's not really fair to the animal. And it their anxiety is high. Yes. So a lot of shelters were calling us. And we now have a program where we can get food from a resource. And we don't buy just the cheap food. We buy middle-of-the-road food, something that we know will fill their stomachs and calm them down in the shelter, give them less anxiety. And so that's what we do. We do this bag for bag program and um, people can match us dollar for dollar. We will match them. Whatever comes in, we will match. Last year, uh, we fed a lot of shelters in Louisiana and in Michigan, uh, a lot of municipal shelters. And then they were saying that people were giving up their animals because they couldn't afford food. 
So they were providing some of that food to communities as well. So it was a win-win for everyone. I mean, I know there are big organizations uh, supplying food, but we're trying and uh, working. I read that in 2020, and correct me if this statistic is wrong too, but you all provided 364,294 meals in 2020. Is that right? Oh my gosh, everybody, 364,000 over that. And you mentioned bag for bag. So just explain so everyone understands that you're matching. So where where can people get this information as to how to donate to you or send food? How do do we do it with you? Oh, thank you for asking because Uh it's so important. Um, Yeah. You can go to BissellPetFoundation.org and look it up, or you can go to our social media outlets like Instagram or Bissell Pet Foundation um, on Facebook, and we have uh, a click and donate there. There's okay. always a fee attached to that, and, and I, I prefer people to go right to the website if they can, but if they can't, use that because it's it's just important to raise the, the funds to feed the animals. And it's easy. It's $20, a $20 match. It's not asking for a lot from anyone. It's just asking for a little that will do a lot for everyone. I see. So if people donate $20, you all match the 20 and it goes nope. right to the dog food. That yep. is awesome. And you just mentioned your social media. And Kathy, like I mentioned earlier, your amazing pictures with these animals. There's so much energy and love. So I really want to encourage our listeners, everybody out there, go to Kathy Bissell's Facebook page where, again, you all are going to find stories about these shelter pets that resonate on such a deep, heartfelt level. And I want to hear about some of these pet stories uh, from you, Kathy, and about the Puppy Mill Rescue that you were just on right after this word from our awesome sponsors. Smiley, can you wait, baby? Good boy. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check. A nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Everyone cheering, super smiling, this message of unconditional love. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with Cassie Bissell, founder of the Bissell Pet Foundation. Kathy, so I just heard that you were on a puppy mill raid. I may be saying that incorrectly, but tell us what that is and what your experience was there. So we actually, for this particular one, we assisted a shelter in the South in Louisiana with animals that they had taken from a home. Okay. And there were over 100, almost 133. From one home? From yeah. One? Oh. But they had, they left 100 behind. The mother, 20 mothers and 21 litters of puppies behind. So you know what the most important thing about this is? We went down and we vaccinated and helped. We called a lot of our shelter partners in. And the cool thing was for every five dogs that were vaccinated and ready to go out, each shelter took a dog that needed to find a home. So it might have been a pit bull that had heartworm positive, might have been an injured dog that was sitting at the shelter that had no hope. And we cleared out all but 25 dogs. And it's 25 because they were just coming in and we didn't have time to get them out. But it's pretty exciting to move animals like that. Um, Most importantly, what I think people need to know is that these puppy milk cases, if you don't meet the mom and the dad and see the environment, 
do not buy that puppy. Do not buy it from a pet store unless it's a, a pet store that's attached to a shelter. Do not uh, meet somebody on an exit because they don't, you know, they're traveling that way and it's convenient. It's not convenient. They're actually selling their dogs to you that are coming from terrible, terrible breeding situations. So you're perpetuating the cruelty. So remember to always meet the mom and the dad and see where that puppy is with its mother before you select a puppy to bring home. That is perfect, perfect advice. Um, obviously, you and I, we our first choice is always going to a shelter or a rescue. But if you want, some, if you just fall in love with someone that you just have to have, if the people will not let you meet the mother and father, come to the home, the breeding facility, see the whelping box, see the whole deal, then you are literally supporting suffering is the way I put it. Cruelty. Cruelty and sorry. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. I'm a hundred percent agreeing with you. Did you want to say something else? Or about I just that? wanted to say like people make this mistake because they always think they want this particular breed, right? We know that Labradoodles, you know, they, they aren't hypoallergenic, you know, that was a tool for marketing. Okay. <laughs> so, but the funny thing is that when people go to shelters, they might have this idea of, they want this golden retriever that they saw on the site. So they go to that shelter and they meet the golden retriever and they're like, well, you're cute, but you're not interested in me. But this pit bull over here, it loves me. And look at it's trying to kiss me. And that's the dog. (laughs) The dogs select you. So you should go to the shelter and allow a pet to select you. I love that. And I'm going to, I want to hear from you, but I have to tell you a quick story, Kathy. I rescued my German shepherd in, in a shelter in Los Angeles and she had been turned in three times and was going to be put down that night. And we got, and they said she was not up for adoption. I said, I want to see her, want to see her, want to see her. Finally, they're like, let this crazy lady see this dog. And I ran with her and she looked in my eyes and, and I'm like, there, there's nothing wrong with this dog. And she did have some issues, but I cleared that very, very, very quickly because I'm, I can do that. <laughs> but the story I want to tell you is actually about Smiley here. So then, um, my German shepherd angel, she was completely panicked. She had berserk written across her paperwork. It was panic from being abandoned in the desert as a baby and just all this abuse. So I needed a very grounded, strong, grounded, gentle dog, big dog that could play with a German shepherd. So I went shelters every day and all over LA, all over LA, all over LA. And then I was in a shelter with lots of pit bulls where they were jumping on the sides of the walls and the cage was like, bam, bam, and barking and howling and barking and howling. And I walked, as I walked down, I saw these little eye, this one eye looking through the bar and it, he drew me over almost like psychically. And I said, are you my dog? And it was like, he said, yep. And it was smiley. So you, I just wanted to tell that because Kathy, it's so right on when you say they will find you. If you open your heart and put yourself in the right place, you will get the right dog. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. (laughs) And I also want to say that it's pretty tough to go into a shelter. I never can understand the people that go in and say, well, we didn't find what we were looking for. I know. You have to be kidding me. I go into a shelter and I want all of them. I, I know. Just, my heart is like, you need to come home with me. I need I a bigger place. And I, I will have to say that I'd have to be divorced because my husband knows I'll have a hundred dogs if yeah. I'm not careful. So he controls me. Yeah. Well, I, I won't even mention because I saw so many sad things. I would literally come home sobbing saying I should have gotten that dog. I can't, I'm, I'm getting upset right now. And this was years, this was over 10 years ago and I still am haunted by some of these. And that let's just share that message that if you can't take care of your dog, if you can't relinquish it, try, I mean, if you can't keep it, 
try to relinquish it to an actual breed rescue or something because breed rescues aren't always purebred. Like if it's a lab looking dog, a lab rescue will take the dog. Don't take it to a shelter, a senior dog. Please don't dump the dog. That's just well, boom. I, I'll tell you something interesting though today because I go into so many shelters. Yeah. The older dogs that come in, I mean, it is sad. It's heart wrenching for these dogs. They don't know what's happened, but the shelters operate so differently today. They nurture those dogs. And a lot of the shelters now put these dogs in foster homes. They do. I'm glad you mentioned that. Tell us about fosters. Yes. Yes. So they fosters do. are amazing because more and more shelters are realizing that the way to save more lives is to ask people, can you help us? Can you help take care of this dog? And most people do. A lot of people fail which means that they keep the dog, right? Because they, they're like, I can't get this dog up. I'm a total failure, I will admit, multiple times. I think that's okay. <laughs> I think it's okay but I will say that there are people who are diehard and here to make a difference for many animals. So I can't fail. I can't let my guard down. I need to know yes. that that dog's going. So this foster thing is really, really great. And shelters as well as rescues are now, they have wonderful fosters. So a lot of the animals we get from the shelters are going into foster homes. Even though they're going to a shelter, the shelter can only fit so many in their in their shelter. They're being placed in homes temporarily. It's awesome. Yes. And we were just talking a few minutes ago about what we can do. Maybe your fit is to be a foster. And that way you get to have lots of friends and they come in and you love them. And then they go to a perfect home and then you get another one. So that's another way to do it with kitties too. I have a friend, he's a man, a guy, and he loves kittens. But he does, he does, you can't keep kittens forever because they grow into cats. So he fosters litters of kittens and he is so happy because he's always got kittens all over his house. I mean, it's a perfect match. Amazing, right? Yeah, <laughs> it is really cute. Yeah. And um, I want you to tell a story. I, I, I told the story about Angel and Smiley. So I read on your Facebook, Rosie. Do you remember Rosie that she was in the shelter for 540 days? Oh, Rosie. Yeah, yeah. tell us it because it was such a beautiful story. I want you oh, remember? My gosh, Rosie. So she was in a shelter in a very rural community and there was nobody. I mean, nobody coming around. And we did, you know, they would get their dogs in and some would move out. But Rosie, she she had some issues too. Let's be fair. She was a yeah. little nervous and so she wasn't an easily adoptable person. Well, we did a big empty the shelter event that we do with the adoptions, and people came in and adopted every dog but Rosie. And so that was kind of tragic. So Rosie was there, but this woman was reading the paper and she was a nurse and she said, you know, today's my day to go find a dog. And she said, oh, empty the shelter at this rural shelter. I'm going to go there. She got there and they said, all the dogs are gone, but one, and we have a little problem with her. So um, she said, I want to meet her. And she was like, this is my dog. This is the dog I want. I'm a nurse. I can cure this dog. She ended up taking this dog home, has another dog at home. They get along great and this dog is living the life. And for me, I say, that's why you don't euthanize. There is always somebody out there yes. for the dog. I mean, transfer the dog into another area so that it can have hope if your area doesn't work. These people fell in love with her and they were not going to give up on her. And her her shining angel came, you know, 540 days late. So, wow. That, I love that story. I just love it, love it, love it. And there's so many dogs. I just mentioned my dog, Angel, was going to be put down that night. Smiley had been turned in three times also. He was actually wasn't even turned in. He was just abandoned on the streets of downtown Los Angeles over and over and over. So anyway, the perfect fit is out there for the dog 
and the person. And Kathy, you are doing a superhero. I want to say that superhero job for the animals. And there's more, everybody. Oh my gosh, she, Kathy's just done so many things. And I want to hear about all the things you're doing, Kathy, and about the Bissell products for pets. I'm so excited because there are many more things than just vacuums. All this right after the break. Smiley, can you wait? <laughs> Good boy. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Radio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Jerry Ryan, and I'm a super smiley adventure. Everyone here is super We're back on a super smiley adventure with Kathy Bissell, founder of the Bissell Pet Foundation. Kathy, so let's talk about some of the Bissell products that can make our lives, our pets, and our home just better. I saw that you had the portable dog bath. Do you all still have that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, tell us. I, I had no idea what it even was. I was reading. Yeah. I'm like, I hope she has it because I got to ask her. Tell us. Tell us. So it's great. It's a small unit that, you know, you can use in your kitchen. And you can clean your dog. It's a handheld piece. It's like cleaning your carpet, but you're cleaning your dog. So it's super easy. It's dripless. And, you know, the dog doesn't stress out because you're sticking it under a big faucet full of water. You know, either way is good. Uh, Smaller dogs, bigger dogs. It's a great product. So you said bigger dogs. What is it? Is it like a bucket they get in or or do you just like water a hose? No, it's a machine. And it's one of our... um, Right now on TikTok, Little Green is getting a lot of attention, but it's basically the Little Green machine with good attachments to groom your pet. And so some people who already own this machine can just get the attachments for it, but it's the same kind of thing. And then we perfected it. So it's really awesome. So that's great for me. I have big dogs and I'm always putting them in the shower or whatever, but I have so many. I don't have the luxury of slowly cleaning my dog and not having to my, no, I, they come home muddy and they are muddy, but we make certain products that people need to know about that are phenomenal. Like it's the, the crossway that goes from cleaning up muddy footprints on your floor, right to your carpets. Like those are the things that drive pet parents crazy. Like, oh my gosh, you just walked into my clean house. Yeah. So these things make life simple. And those are the things that I always highlight because they're, they work and I'm, I'm using, they're my go-to products. I love this. I want to get that. The first one we talked about, the tub. Bark bath? Yes, bark bath. What a cute we'll name. It to you. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. We'll, we'll send pictures and a video of Smiley doing it. I would love that. Thank you. So excited. And then I saw, I just want to name some other things. I saw um, de-shedding grooming gloves. And it looked like you could use those in the in the wash. Do you put them on? What are these? You know, because they're rubber. Yeah. Rubber actually grabs hair. So yeah. if the dog is wet and you, you pet your dog, you will get the hair off. I mean, hair and water are great, but once the hair is off, it's very tough to pick it up. It just takes it off the dog so it doesn't get on the carpet. They're great. 
Speaking of get hair being hard to take off, this is the biggest question ever. So you're backed by over a hundred years of history in this business. Which is your go-to Bissell vacuum for pet hair? What do you like? <laughs> so, well, I will tell you the best Bissell uh, product for pet hair is the pet hair eraser. It does just what it says. It pulls wow. up hair. It has a big brush and your hair doesn't get tangled in it. It's even good for people who shed, you know, we women with long hair, our hair is on the ground all the time. Yeah. And so dogs and people hair, it just picks up everything and it doesn't tangle and it's strong. So it's phenomenal for dog hair. It's got a good size tank and it's perfect. Wow. You know what that reminds me of? I needed that when I was living in LA, I had a giant land cruiser and I would take my giant German shepherd and super smiley, like every place. And that my car was always covered. When I would go to a car wash, they would look at me like, are you out of your mind? And I'd have to tip them this huge tip just to get them to vacuum the inside of my car. Bribe them. Bribe them <laughs> to clean your car properly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, lo I love that suggestion. And Kathy, obviously, I love your work. I feel like I could just talk to you all day long. But we, we so we have time for one more question. And here okay. it is. I know that for me, animals are healers and teachers. I've learned so many different things from each of my pets. So what have you learned, you know, on a soul level, on a deep level? What have you learned from all these beautiful animals? That's a good question because I've learned a lot. But I think what I've learned the most is probably the fact that um, I've changed. Ah. And I will explain what that means. So I always had beautiful dogs growing up, all the perfect Labradors. I still do. They're all my dogs are beautiful, but I always had like Labradors. And when I started dealing with shelter pets, I realized that when I go to a shelter now and I see dogs that are beautiful and I want to take them home, they're not the ones I select anymore. I select the ones that maybe don't get that chance. And they're the ones that enrich me the most. So right now I have two dogs. I have a very old dog that lived 15 years in a sanctuary on cement. Oh Didn't know how gosh. to walk. I mean, really, really sad. And if you go to my in, uh, Instagram or Facebook page, you'll see Andy. He should have died a year ago, a week after I pulled him out, and he's still alive. My heart's there. And then I have another dog that went blind. She had some severe anxiety issues. And then she got a very bad disease. And you know what? My heart is in nurturing these dogs in particular. Um, my other dogs are great and I'm with them all the time, but I, I tend to go now to the ones that maybe need a little bit more. And yeah. I'm at that age. So the young ones are always going to find a great home and the <laughs> ones like me, maybe no. So they, yeah. they, you know, they can come stay with me. So that's so interesting, Kathy. First of all, I, obviously, I just, I love what you said, but you know, we think about people as being born empathetic or some people are harder, some people are softer, but it seems like from what you just said that animals can actually teach us empathy. They can actually help enhance our empathy and our ability to care for other beings, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As I'll tell you a quick funny thing. As my oh, yeah. My husband always is like, oh, aren't we so lucky? <laughs> Another sick dog. <laughs> and, I do laugh. and I say to him, just think of it this way. You know, as you get older, at least, you know, I'm going to take really good care of you. I mean, that's right. There you go. They're little angels uh, just coaching us on our life. That's the way I look at it. They're all 
all around. And I still feel my animals who've passed over with me, but that's a whole other show. We can talk about that later. And But Kathy, I just cannot thank you enough for joining us on a super smiley adventure. Thank you so much, Kathy Bissell. Oh, Kathy, but before you go, give everybody your Facebook, all the places where they find you. Say everything. Oh, oh that's so nice. Okay. So you can find me at um, Facebook, on Facebook and Instagram. And it's Kathy Bissell with the verified blue check. So you know that's really me. And then Bissell Pet Foundation, of course, on Instagram and Facebook, because we're doing great work. We try and tell two different stories. We may share a story, but we're telling two different stories to always lead back to adoption and choosing yeah. adoption first. So that's our overall message as a foundation and at me as a human being. So thank you so much. What a pleasure. I love that, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy Bissell. Bye. <laughs> and to you all, everybody can reach out to me here at Pet Life Radio or at MeganBlakeOfficial.com. I'm Megan Blake, dog trainer and the pet lifestyle coach. And during the COVID quarantine, I started an ambitious project of teaching a free community service group training dog class on Zoom. It was done as a public service during the pandemic. We were covered by Spectrum News several times, but now we're back live in the park, which is awesome. But I'm letting you know this because I'm still teaching over Zoom by appointment. So let me know if you'd like to meet about your dog and wherever you are, I can be there. And you can find everything I'm doing, all my YouTube dog training videos, social media. It's all on my website at MeganBlakeOfficial.com or at WeBeginNow.com. Thank you again to the amazing Kathy Bissell and to the Bissell Pet Foundation. Thank you to our super producer, Mark Winter, and for our fabulous bumper music he composed and performs. And to everyone who loves their pets, thank you all for joining a super smiley adventure. And remember, wherever you are with your pets, we begin now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.